break it out to you on the sideboard and with you for the next hour or so. Uh, lots to get through the show today, but I suppose the main thrust of the show is going to be protesters. In general, by the way, we're not focusing on any particular protesters, but protesters in general. And uh, firstly, the idea that you think you can go and commit criminality and put a brick through a protester's family home, or certainly the family home that he used to live in. This is, of course, Councillor Hugh Lewis over in Ballybrack, who had a brick put through his window. And it's not even a home he lives in anymore. His father actually lives there, I believe. And we all know, and everybody would condemn that kind of behaviour, which is clearly done by a gurrier. And hopefully the police will find out exactly who is responsible for that. Whether you agree with his political views or don't agree with his political views is irrelevant. Um, we have in the past seen protests outside politicians' family homes, of course. Um, and, you know, we've seen it with Leo Varadkar, Simon Harris, Stephen Donnelly during COVID, of course, that was quite common uh, practice. And some people believe they have a right to do that, to take their anger to the, to the politicians' doors, who they believe are the ones that are ignoring them. They feel voiceless sometimes. And I understand why people feel voiceless, but is that really a step too far? That is the question we're going to be asking today. Have protests gone too far sometimes? Let me know what you think. Uh, the number, as usual, 085-100-2255. There's the number on the screen, 085-100-2255. The current protests at the moment seem to be very much centred around immigration. If we go back two years ago, it was around COVID. It'll be climate crisis next time around. It'll be something else. But at the moment, it's around immigration. The majority of the population, according to a Red Sea poll, believe the government have taken in too many refugees. Ireland is not unique, by the way, in this situation. We're seeing the same thing on a daily basis on Sky News in the UK as well, particularly in relation to sending people back to Rwanda. And we're seeing hundreds, hundreds of refugees coming into the United Kingdom on a daily basis. Many of those refugees are not staying in the United Kingdom. They're coming to Ireland. We're seeing continually uh, more people coming into Ireland, many of them with no passports, no documentation, and the government accommodating as many as they possibly can. The government are doing it in good faith, according to what they're saying, and we have a duty and a responsibility, according to the EU, to look after people who find themselves in a difficult situation. But have we gone too far? Because the general public don't seem to be supporting it. Well, most of them don't seem to be supporting it, according to the Red Sea poll. But have the protests gone too far? When we see some of the protests and some of the scenes of the protests, one would have to argue that there's a type of individual that protests. Now, I don't want to stereotype everybody. There are good people at these protests who have genuine questions and genuine concerns. Sinn Féin's Kathleen Function uh, last night said that if those people went to the local representative and explained their concerns in relation to maybe their own strifes, maybe they don't, can't get housing for themselves or whatever it happens to be, that they could be helped. But to take this, take your anguish out on a refugee and stand outside a hotel or an accommodation centre shouting refugees out, I'll go home, she believes is not the way to deal with it. So I want to know from you, firstly, have you ever been involved in the protests? Do you disagree with the protests? What's your opinion in relation to immigration? And also, is it wrong to take your protests to the personal home or the family home of a public representative? Well, one man who plans to be a public representative, again, he ran for election in the past, he is a solicitor, and he has, uh, I suppose, been involved in the organisational end of many of these protests, is Maliki Steenson. And Maliki joins me. Good afternoon to you, Maliki. Good afternoon, Niall, and I'm sure that, that the first part of your comments there is pure speculation at the moment, and um, no decision has been made on that. But, you know, when we listen to somebody like Kathleen Punchin, who tells us that people should take their concerns to their local politician, people have done that. That is an absolute waste of time. People like Kathleen Function and her party 
and the rest of the representatives in Leinster House, by and large, all support open borders. They all voted, by and large, except for a, a very small few, for um, hate speech legislation in Leinster House uh, a number of weeks ago. So, you know, and particularly coming from a party that she represents who built their base on street protests, both in this state and in the northern state, you know, over 30 years, and now condemning people for actually doing the very same thing. The same with people on the left who, you know, were involved in the water protests and the property tax protests. And it seems to me now that the only reason they were involved in those protests was so that they could build a political base and use that to, to pursue their own careers. Because now, almost to a one, they are saying the exact opposite to what the people want. And, you know... Maliki, I, I am not... Well, well, I'm not... Well, hang on. You have to understand... I'm not completely disagreeing with you. I don't believe open borders works. I don't believe it's a good idea. I don't think it's good for the economy. I do believe, by the way, diversity is a good idea. I do believe that many companies in Ireland need staff and we need particularly unskilled workers, I suppose, in the hospitality industry. Uh, we do need people. We don't have... A, our population is big enough. Unemployment is only, only 3 or 4%. It's practically at zero. So we can't get staff. So having people coming into the country is not an issue, provided they come through the proper procedure. And I don't think anybody yes, would just... No, I'm not opposed to immigration now. No, absolutely not. Okay, but what, is, is and what people... So let's clarify what people are opposed to. They're opposed to well, people, people coming in with no documentation. welfare tourists. We're getting the dregs of society in here. Many of them... You can't refer, to, you can't refer to everybody that comes in as the dregs of society. I, well, we're not getting the doctors. We're not getting the consultants. But, you're not, not going to, but you're not going to get all of them. And by the way, we need more no. than the doctors. We do need the doctors. Yes. We do and need the consultants. We need the nurses. In, in but we also need the unskilled workers. What did we do during the no, Celtic Tiger? On, we had no, Europeans. Now, hang on, Maliki. During the Celtic Tiger, we would have been lost if it hadn't been for the Europeans, particularly Polish people, coming to Ireland. I know they're, not from, they're from within Europe. Coming to Ireland and working in construction, for example. So, in other words, unskilled workers, too, are important because we don't have enough of those either. I'm not suggesting it's an open border situation, by the way. People must get permission to come to a country and must be vetted to come into a country. And I agree with you. But when you've come, I suppose, from a war-torn country, and I'm talking about people genuinely coming from a war-torn country, you know, the last thing you're going to do when you're leaving your house as a bomb is falling is go looking for your passport. So I do understand how that can happen sometimes. But I, I also agree with you that people are purposely destroying them on the planes. You see, that's not what's happening in, in this country. The vast bulk of people who are coming in here and claiming asylum on the IPAS scheme are coming from London. They're not coming from any war-torn state. And when you say that somebody, you know, fleeing a war where there's a bomb falling on their place, they don't stop and pick up their passport, well, then how do they get onto a plane now? How do they get out of the country that they're in without... Well, many will travel across land, and you know that as well as I do, because many, Again, Niall, yeah, many of the refugees... Yeah, but many of the refugees coming to Ireland are not coming from Afghanistan, Albania, Georgia, Nigeria. They're coming from the, the UK. The majority are coming from, from Georgia. Not well, they're coming, yeah, well, they're coming... But they're coming from the UK, aren't they? Yes. Now, yeah. They're coming through the UK, so... So there are there many are coming on land, by land. But they still need a passport. Mm-hmm. They're not being smuggled in. Well, some of them, I presume, are some of them are, yeah. in are trafficked in. And, you know... So, so okay, you, is, you're giving me all the reasons why we shouldn't be doing what we're doing. And I'm agreeing with you, right? But, I am agreeing with you. But you're saying, Niall, that, that the economy is growing and that we need more people to... We need more people to build houses, for instance. Yes. We need more people to build more houses for more immigrants coming in. We have sufficient people here and resources in this country to build houses for the people, the indigenous people who already live here. If you keep growing the population, you will... 
continue to increase demand on hospitals, on houses, on schools. So you have to build those things. The simple answer is to, to close the borders now to, to economic migrants, by and large, and indeed to Ukrainians. We have done our best and done as much as we can for a small country with the population we have for Ukraine. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, see, I wouldn't disagree with you. When okay. you see... And, and so many of the people coming here from Ukraine are the very same people who, when, when Ukraine is brought into the European Union, will become economic migrants and will travel throughout Europe. They're not people who are fleeing war, despite what the clown that went over there yesterday. Um, You're talking about our t shirt. Yes. Any, uh, not being disingenuous to any genuine clowns out there. Um, <laughs> okay, you don't have a love for you the know, t shirt. Right, I get the that. The most bomb city in the world, where they're supposed to be, we're told bombs raining down on a daily basis. Yet I've seen more international politicians running around Kiev in the past 12 well, look, you, 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 well, well, look, you know as well as I do, a lot of that is for the camera. And, and we all know of, that, okay? Of course. Yeah, of and, course and it's that's for the camera. Exactly, that's exactly the point now. What the politicians in this country do, are doing, Michal Martin, who's on his way to take van der Leyen's job when she finishes, and Varadkar, even though he denies he wants a job in Europe, is clearly looking for a job in the UN or Europe, and are out there destroying this country. But, Malik, but, yeah, but, yeah, but hang on, Maliki, hang on. Don't sound surprised that politicians are self-serving. I'm not surprised. Yeah, well, well but, that's what, but you're surprised. making it out that there's some sort of shock in the fact that politicians, when they come towards their own political careers, at the end of their own political careers in Ireland, that they're self-serving and looking for a job in and Europe. Sure, they they've all not. done that, but, but they've all done but, that. What, that's not a surprise. Yeah, but, but the bulk of them didn't destroy the country to get okay. there. Getting back to the protests, right? Let me just play your video of what happened in Ballybrack last night, which is a small town for those who don't know. It's a small um, area, a suburb of, of Dublin, which is the capital city of Ireland, for those who might be listening abroad. Here's the protest last night, and I'll just play the little Oh, I think you've seen enough. All right. I, I, I think what you're seeing there is mainly, if you've noticed, is young teenagers, right? And then the adults that are there, the police that are there, I don't know why they're guarding that particular car, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit unsure of that. But all they are is jostling each other, right? And, you know, waiting for a row to start. Now, I'm, I don't want to well, judge the people that are there. No, hang on, but there are thousands of people there. Or, well, hundreds of people certainly there. And most of them are not involved in that carry-on. I want to be clear about that, right? Okay, some of them are good people who are just have genuine concerns. Maybe they're misinformed, maybe they're not misinformed, but they have genuine concerns, right? But there are a group and a large cohort when it comes to anti-immigration. There's a large cohort of people who are absolutely there just looking for trouble. And you know that as well as I do. Well, I deny that there's a large cohort of people like that. There may be a small number. But, you know, you mentioned the fact that these people are teenagers. Last year, we had politicians in this country um, campaigning for the, the voting age to be reduced to 16. So, you know, I would, I, those, those want, individuals, I wouldn't give, give them the opportunity do, do to we vote. We want to give teenagers a political voice when they're supporting things like climate change and when they're supporting the agenda that the, the uh, political class 
and the liberal class wants? Do we oppose them having a political opinion which is different to what the status quo is? But those kids, those kids that are there don't have any political opinions. They're, I mean, someone walking around with scarves over their faces. They're only there for trouble. And, and the other political parties want to give those people a vote at 16. But Maliki, you know as well no. as I do, and we, we've had Hold this on, conversation. So no, no we, we've had this conversation before, Maliki, and I said to you, I support a lot of what the protesters are on about. Not everything, but a lot of what they're on about. But the problem that you have, and I know you've organised many of the protests or been involved in the organisation of many of these protests, is that you have individuals within these protests, I'm not saying it's the majority, right, but there is a large amount of individuals involved in these protests. Some of them go on Facebook, some of them go on YouTube, some of them go on different forms of platforms, and they're clearly racists. They're clearly, they, they have a horrible, they say horrible things, they do horrible things, some of the remarks they make are ridiculous, and, and so what they do is they stir up hate. Now, are we going to start policing horrible things that people say? You know, is that where we've gone to? No, people but what I'm saying is, I, but I, I don't want them banned. I, I don't, I don't want them banned. I don't want them censored, but, but they're stirring, some of them are just stirring up hatred. Look at the, the, the video you showed. You have a few youngsters shouting and roaring. That's all you have, Niall. If you go to, to anywhere where you live now, particularly around the 12th or over the years, or go to France, that wouldn't even pass for a protest, never mind a, you know, a violent disturbance. And remember that the car that was there was a car which was owned by a protester and which was being used to play music and the police were trying to move it on, so people were objecting to that. You know, we've been told by the political class here, don't protest outside buildings, don't protest outside people's houses. Now, last week, we have them whinging that when we're pro people are protesting outside the doll, that politicians coming out are being challenged, that they're afraid. You know, now they're getting a grant of five grand to, to increase security in our houses. You know, if, they're how, if they were that um, concerned about security, certainly at times when I've been concerned about my security, I've increased security without running to the taxpayer to pay it. You know, this is all just another attempt to get more expenses from, from people. And what the political class in this country don't want is any debate or discussion. If you look at all of the debates... On, I have no objection to debate, but hang on, I have no objection to debate, but shouting refugees go home, I, or, you know, I, they're all scumbags, or tying people to lampposts, or whatever, that's not debate. That That's I, not debate. Not, um, Harris, to a debate on this, last November, I'm still waiting. Right now, there have been no debates on the mainstream media on, on RT or TV3, no TV debates which have included on any of the news programs anybody from our side of the fence. And that's you know an attempt by have RT you been have you ever TV have you been invited onto Virgin no, Media for not example? Since last November, for I haven't show. been invited onto any mainstream. The only programs I've been on, I've been on your station, and I think News Talk. And I think 98 FM and that have done some syndicated news programs where there's a voice box in it. Um, but mm. none of the debates, whether it's primetime um, or Virgin Media um, news program, nobody, not just me, nobody from our side has been invited on to articulate our position. As far as they've gone is to bring on, I think, Patrick Tobin, who's not really on side risk because he supports um, open, door, open borders. No, he doesn't. Um, and I think no, no, hang on, no, hang on. on. That's, that's completely... No, but that's, that's completely incorrect. And I've spoken to Patrick many times on the air. He, he did agree that the numbers should be capped in relation to those coming from Ukraine, if I remember rightly at the time when I spoke to him. And he did understand, you know, the, the why people had objections. And I don't agree that Patrick would agree with open borders. No, he doesn't. Well, that's well, nonsense. We'll agree to disagree. We'll debate that with him again. Um, but they haven't invited us on, and they've done that purposely so that 
you know, the debate doesn't take place. And I, I have no difficulty taking on any of the political class and debating this and knowing that I, I will win the argument because all of the facts and figures are on our side. And indeed, in, in the inner city of Dublin... But there's a lot of... Yeah, now, you're saying there's a lot of facts and figures. There's a lot of misinformation too. You know, well, okay, I mean, let us let, let them have the debate and let's sort out what's the misinformation. Well, the, well, the, there is misinformation. No, okay, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Right, no, there on, is genuine refugee, but no, well, hang on. There hold is on. genuine refugees. To suggest what that is there is isn't is nonsense. Referee? Hold on, what is a genuine referee? Uh, refugee, somebody who's coming from a country where their life is in danger. No, no, that is not where they where where they will be politically oppressed, where their life is in danger, where there's a war under the criteria of the Geneva Convention. A genuine refugee in Ireland or anywhere else in Europe is somebody who has come in, has claimed asylum and that their case has been adjudicated by the authorities in that state and that they have been found to have been to, to be a refugee. That's how you get refugee status, unless you're from Ukraine, where Ukrainians have been automatically given um, refugee status. Somebody who, who appears in this country and remember last November when this started, we said that there were people coming into Dublin Airport. And the majority of people who were claiming um, asylum at Dublin Airport or Dublin Port were coming in with no documents whatsoever. Yet the fact to get onto those planes, they had documents. Well, there was no. No, no. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. We had on, we had a member of cabin crew from Lingus who said that she witnessed them going into the toilets and no, destroying them. The, the government itself admitted in January that we were correct. Well, they didn't say we were correct, but. They, the majority are destroying they, they, the documentation, now, yes. The only difference between what you call and what the media class in this country calls disinformation is probably about six or eight weeks between people realising that there's no way of denying everything we have said. But, we have if, said but, if, but if we were to believe... Well, OK, let, let, me, let, let me just say something to you. Let me, if you were to believe all of the protesters, or many of the protesters you would believe that every single refugee in this country is chasing young girls. You would believe that every single refugee is a risk to everybody else because they're unsafe and they're attacking people. That is not the case. There are individuals. There are individuals go, who are dangerous. There is no doubt. Protest. You can go to a protest and I can go to a protest. And any of your listeners can. And you can find people at those protests, no matter what it's about, who will have a wide range of views. But nobody from any platforms who have been organising these protests or have spoke on behalf of, of the crowd that's there or from, for any other group, have made any, any claims that they have not been able to back up, any claims that have not been true, and any claims that the government has not subsequently accepted. And in Dublin City, this is the point I was coming to, in, in the city centre, there is now a huge number, and I, I, the, the numbers change every day, of mainly asylum seekers, not refugees, but asylum seekers. And now we hear that there's a building in, in, in Dublin one again, which has been renovated and is almost ready for to take in a thousand asylum seekers, right? There is another building that we know that they intended opening last year, earlier in the year, but didn't, and denied that they were um, intending to do that. Now we know that they're preparing to put 300 people into that. Is that speculation you know, or is that fact? Well, as far as I'm aware, we haven't fully confirmed it and we're waiting for a confirmation from the departments on that, but on the 300, I'm 99% sure we just can't release that detail yet. But earlier in this year, we went over to Dublin for to protest. Jury's Hotel is empty. There's a couple of office buildings in Ballsbridge which are empty. 
why is it that all of these people are being dumped into mainly working class areas and to, in an attempt to change the demographic there and to drive ordinary people out? We have hundreds of thousands. Of I, well, I, well, I don't think the intention is wait. to drive ordinary people out. I don't, I don't know if that's they the intention. Not. I'm no. not going to disagree you walk, with you. you they are put into working class areas. You walk into the city centre of Dublin and it's a kip. And we have enough problems in this area from our own um, delinquents and our own drug addicts and all the people who, you know, are, are sleeping on the streets and all of that. And you cannot solve any of those problems if you keep increasing the amount of people demanding but, but, those same services. But, I mean, you know, and I know, and we've spoken about this in the past, that no matter what you do and no matter what the protest is, because let's be clear about it, the protests are small. In comparison to what we've seen in other countries, I'm not too sure why that happens in Ireland particularly. And I think social media has a lot to do with that because people take their frustrations out in social media instead of actually going out on the street and doing something about it. So the protests are small. They're not having a huge impact. And sadly, the individuals who are bad individuals or actors, as they call them, within these protests, not all of them, I'm going to say that absolutely abundantly clear, the majority of protesters are decent people with concerns, right? But those actors that are in there, those individuals, are giving the protests a bad name, even by people who agree with them. So even the people who essentially agree with why they're there disagree with the form of protest because they see gurriers involved in these protests. And Maliki, well, well, it's not me, doing the protests any good. No, let me say this firstly. These protests are growing. And as we move towards... They're the not growing, man. I haven't, more they're more not clear. growing. That's, a, no. that's not true. They're not growing because no. I haven't seen any large people, protests. People in this country... If you look at the amount of how many, what's the politics? What's the population of the south side of Dublin? And how many people were at that protest yesterday? Well, know, and it's been well publicised across America. social media. Hold on. There was a couple the of hundred poll, people. Hold on, ordinary decent people out there who support us, the people in the opinion polls, the eighty-three percent in the opinion polls who said that they were opposed to current immigration policy, are afraid to come out because they're afraid of being labelled as fascist, as far right, like people like me have been, and. Like, it doesn't matter what you call me. I'm not going to change. Uh, sure, I've been labelled. I've been labelled far right. I don't believe I'm far right. I believe I'm right leaning, no, but I've been labelled far right. I don't agree with open borders. I've said it time people and time again. don't want to be targeted. But there's, a logical way to ar- but there's a logical way to argue. There's a logical way to protest. There's a peaceful way to protest. But behaving like gurriers is not going to win the on. argument. Hold on now. That fails to understand how these protests take place. Most of these protests are spontaneous. Most of these protests start off when somebody hears something about a building going to be used and then some local people gather and protest. And then it takes some And the other day they went down and they smashed all the windows. And they smashed all the windows. Look at what happened in Ballymun. Because this is a truly organic movement. It's grown from the grassroots. There's ordinary people coming out and protesting, not being led by political actors, you know, who normally lead these things. And it takes some time then for people with, with level heads to come in and talk to those people and to say, you know, here's the way... We have you spoken to the people of Ballybrack? Have you spoken to people of Ballybrack? Some people that, that I'm in contact with have. I haven't been out there yet. But if you look at what happened in Ballymun, it was people like me who put our lives on the line in order to ensure that there was no violence there when it looked like it was kicking off. You know, both from the police at one stage and then from what you would say local couriers who were just out for for a fight with the police uh, mm. in general rather than with, with asylum seekers. So, you know, and, and that was contained and that was resolved. But, you know, the reality is, Niall, unless the political class stands up 
and is prepared to, at the very least, debate this in public with people like me and other others who are in the leadership of this campaign, we're not going to be able to hold the reins on this, you know, forever. We're not going to be able to say to young lads, your, your community is being destroyed, but sit back and do nothing. You know, we'll talk to people. You know, that's not what's going to happen. You know, and we're lucky, you know, that the rain is so heavy this, this summer. Because I had said earlier in the year, if we have a long, hot summer, it will indeed be a very long, hot summer. Because there are areas in this country which are ready to kick off. And the political class is not concerned about... And in fact, you would think that they, they are waiting for it to happen so that they can screw down more... On well, well, is it, well, isn't, well, isn't that exactly what's happening? When you see... And you remember the, the famous time that there two months ago when the tents were burned in the city centre of the, the migrants, who aren't even in the tents anymore, by the way. But the tents were burned. That was used for about four weeks by every single politician as a way of condemning the protests. That yes, one and, incident. And, of, and if some, again, all it needs is for something to happen and it gives them a reason to condemn the protests. Again, in that incident, Niall, not one of the media stations sought to speak to anybody in a leadership role there and to see what agreement had been put in place between the Gardaí and protesters. Okay, do you, oh, Maliki, just before, no, before and two questions, no two questions no before I finish. In those okay. tents. They had left earlier that day. And okay. What local people did was to go in and remove that encampment. Two questions before I finish. Um, one, um, we've seen what happened yesterday. Uh, I mentioned that a brick was put through a local councillor's window. Well, he actually, he doesn't even live there. His father lives there. An elderly man lives there. And I believe he was quite shaken by the whole incident. Thankfully, seemingly, the curtains were tucked in behind the radiators and the brick was caught by the curtains and didn't do too much damage to the individual or the, or the home inside. But it, was, it had a, a note wrapped around it saying, you know, refugees go home or whatever the hell the note said. That is taking it a step too far. You would agree. I hope that, I mean, and you I'm would. Con- I would know. Well, you would. You would condemn that behavior, Malachi. I would assume. And, uh, yes, and, uh, and that is not done by any organised body. That's a couple of young lads who I presume who have done that off their own back without any leadership. Okay. Without uh, protesting. Leadership. Okay. And, protesting in general outside politicians' homes. Um, you know, I'm talking about peaceful protesting outside politicians' homes. According to some people, it's peaceful. Anyway, I've heard names being called and stuff like that. Well, do, you, do you believe that's acceptable? Well, is, do you, no, no. Do you believe it's acceptable? You know, I'm you asking see, you. I do. I think it's where politicians are, are refusing to meet us and to meet and debate these issues in a public forum. When you have politicians who, for instance, uh, politicians on the left who organise a public meeting and then refuse to allow people into them who want to raise these issues. You know, what are we to do? Where they, they say don't protest at, at um, the reception centres or, or where um, people are being housed. They tell us then when we protest at the doll, oh, well, don't be protesting there because we're getting upset and we're afraid and we don't want to be challenged. Well, go out the other door, you know. Um, you see, either we have a right... I mean, to I, I did, I did see one... I, I did see one person and... Um, well, of the politician's name, Holly... Um, Holly Cairns. Holly Cairns was followed by a protester of some description or somebody with a microphone claimed to be a citizen journalist um, walking down the street. Now, you can clearly see she felt intimidated by it. You could clearly see she was frightened by it. I don't, I don't agree with Holly Cairns and a lot of her political views, but that's unacceptable. Well, let me say this, night: If Holly Cairns can't put up with a bit of Jocelyn, or not even Jocelyn, but being interviewed by on the, on the streets... By a citizen follow, journalist. Somebody, hold on. I'll come back Allegedly. to the citizen journalist business now in a sec. Holly Cairns, if she can't... And, I mean, the simple thing was to answer the question she was asked. She was asked about, for instance, the member of our own party, a councillor in Galway, 
That's right. But, yeah, but no, but, no, 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 look, I, the on, but hang on. The conversation was irrelevant to a no I'm talking about in the, mid, in the middle of a street, running beside her, you know, when she clearly didn't want to talk and she wasn't going to speak and that was the end of it. And, you know, I'm not a woman. I don't know how it feels, but she looked. I'm going to tell you, she looks intimidated. So, was a man at the all right? Well, maybe. Here's a woman who... It depends on who it is. It depends on who it is. Some people are well able to look after themselves. What I'm saying to you is, it doesn't matter. She looked intimidated. Sunday Independent only last week were effectively telling us she was going to be the next Taoiseach or Tarnish or whatever. Now, if she can't stand the heat, then she shouldn't be in the kitchen. Politics is a dirty business. And where politicians are making decisions that are destroying the lives of people, well, then somebody coming up to the street and challenging them, you know, are they totally removed from the people? The other, the other you know, question is, okay, but the, 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 the final, the final question is. Hold on. The, the, this thing about citizen journalists and all of this nonsense that the, the, the so-called real journalists are saying. There is no requirement to have any qualification to be a journalist in this country. There is no requirement other than you report the news, which is unfortunately not what most journalists do, because most of them just write opinion pieces. And if it wasn't for the likes of Ben Scanlon, in, in gripped, we wouldn't even be getting questions asked of politicians at press conferences. You know, and what we need is more people like those citizen journalists who are out there challenging politicians, reporting on all of these issues, and, you know, bringing them to the people through social media. We need okay, well, I, well, okay, I, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree. Just, I, well, okay, I'm, well, hang on. I'm not going to disagree. As long as they do that, the piece will matter. Unlike the, the, the so-called real journalists, Okay, and Maliki, I would agree as long as they do that in a peaceful manner. I would agree with you, right? But you see, you can you keep coming back. Well, I'm just just saying you you can't be intimidating people. Okay, but the the, the final question, Maliki, in relation to immigration, because I'm running out of time rapidly, in relation to immigration and the protests that we're currently seeing, you know now you can clearly see the government are not listening. They're not going to listen. It's not going to change. There'll be a general election by the end of next year. Um, at Worse, the change will be that Sinn Féin will uh, get into government. That's not going to make an ounce of difference because they've clearly nailed their colours to the mast and they're pro-immigration as well. So no matter what happens in the next election, it's going to continue. So have you lost the fight? Well, fortunately, no, that is a totally defeatist uh, But it, But I'm just asking you. No, I mean, it's, real, it's a realistic yeah, one. Have you lost last the fight? I remember when we started this, it was not an issue that people could talk about. Now it is the only issue on the political agenda. And don't be fooled into thinking politicians aren't concerned about this. You will see it, politicians, as we move through next year towards the, the European and local and general elections next year, you will see politicians jumping ship. You will see politicians moving to our side purely in an attempt to save their seats. You know, politics is about, in this country, is about people not delivering real change for people and not about affecting their lives in a positive way. It's about ensuring that you keep on the gravy train. And that's okay. the sad reality. And until we have politicians who are not concerned about being re-elected, who will do, make decisions in the best interest of all of the people of our island, then, you know, we won't move to anything. And the reality is, now, we are winning. Despite what the political media class tell us, we are winning. 83% of the people in the last opinion poll are opposed to government policy. What kind of a government calls itself democratic when so such a vast number of its people are opposed to its policies? Maliki Steenson, listen, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you coming on the air and talking to us today. There you go. Maliki Steenson, um, solicitor and commentator and campaigner.
Uh, let me go to John O'D if I can. John, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, and how are you? Uh, you've heard what Maliki had to say. Um, I, I don't know, in relation to immigration, it, it looks like a tough battle at the moment for those that are out there. There's some genuine people protesting, but there's some gougers out there protesting too. I know I, sh- I showed the video there earlier on, some people out just looking for trouble. Yeah, yeah. Um, but John, you know, the idea that you know we had a councillor yesterday had a brick put through his window, I, I think we would all condemn that. I would like to think we would all condemn yeah. that, no matter what his political yeah. views happen to be. But, John, you were a man on numerous occasions who has defended your position, whereby, and only again, last week you are out protesting again because I know you're protesting against the books in the school library in Cork, uh, or should I say in the, the local, the city library in Cork, um, you know, they are quite happy to take your protest outside the politician's door, outside Michal Martin's house, actually, you did at one stage. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you think that's acceptable? 100%. Because um, some people have said to me at the time, uh, no, we wouldn't go down uh, outside the family home, right, because it's the family home. And my instant response to that, Niall, is this, is the decisions these, the Michal Martins and the Varadkas of this world, right, and Mary Lou, she gets in, are affecting your family, right? They are not listening to people. You see the state of the social housing, the health, uh, child adolescent health, mental health, everything right across the board. They're not delivering. They're not listening. They're not listening. And the immigration maliki is 100% right. They are not listening. They are taking the people of this country completely for granted, and they're showing disdain towards the electorate. And if somebody didn't turn up outside their door, they're whinging like a four-year-old. Then. But I'll never apologize for doing that. Like. I'm not physical threat. I do no criminal damage. I condemn completely what happened with that councillor, with one of a gobshite of humanity through the brick through the window. The, his 78-year-old father could have got it built in the side of the head yep. to kill the man. Very lucky. The, explo- yep. the explosion that the sound made, I know what glass has been like, because I've had my windows broken years ago. I mean, the thing is that the man could have got a heart attack with the sheer fright of it. So, I mean, like, that's a disgusting thing to do. I would con- condemn that completely right across the board. But if you stand outside politicians' homes, and if it's peaceful, and if they're, when they come out, we've done it, we've asked them, would they engage politely, no language, no nothing, just say, would you speak to us, please? They get into their cure for different care, and they ignore us and go away. That's but, not good but, but, Okay, but I watched some of the protests yesterday in Ballybrack. This is in relation to immigration. And, John, you know... I understand people's argument and people's gripe when it comes to immigration. Yeah. Yeah. I do understand all of that. I, and I'm not disagreeing with, you know, some of the, the points they make. And, and I've often said on the air before, I'm not behind the door but saying I don't agree with open borders, right? There are genuine people coming into the country, genuine asylum seekers who need support. And, you know, and as well as the genuine ones, there are the ones who are, who are not genuine. I understand that. But what I'm seeing at these protests and many of these protests is not just genuine protesters. Some of these people are good people. That's fine. I, they have questions to ask. Maybe they're misinformed. I don't know. But I'm seeing a lot of gougers. What I see when I see that video, you know, up online is gougers jostling the police and just a, a, basically well, pissing everybody off. And, and you know, I, I don't see what benefit that is to anyone in society. Well, a lot of, I've seen the video as well, and obviously a lot of the young fellas are there were just out for trouble, you know what I mean? If something sparked, I mean, like, you mean, they'd get stuck. But why, would, them, why would you want to be involved? If you arrived at a protest, you know, and just play that video again there if you can, um, yeah. oh, mate, there. If you, you arrived at, at that, look at that, I, but you can't see it because you're not watching it, because you don't, maybe you're not watching the street. But it's just young fellas, teenagers, and a few adults... And there's about, I don't know, what a waste of guard resources. About, I don't know, 100 Garda, 
the riot squad there as well all to, to basically hold back these teenagers and adults one woman there has a go at the guard and he jostles her back then she starts giving out that he threw her but geez, she had no, he had no choice he was, she was kind of attacking him or whatever she was doing I don't know what she was trying to do what well, I'm saying is that doesn't achieve anything that achieves nothing if you study that closely, there, there was a bit of a pushing match broke out and she got shoved actually on top of that guard and he responded straight away by aggressively but because pushing he, her away. Because he's standing on the front line, you know, where there's a lot of people surrounding them. They're well outnumbered and, you know, and he reacted. I wouldn't well, do I, mean, I wouldn't do their job for all the money in the world, by the way. No, okay, no, but, no, getting, I mean, get, but getting back to taking your protest outside their doors, you know, I, I just don't understand the logic behind that because... I don't believe you have a right to do that. Well, you see, you now the logic behind you says they don't like this. It intimidates them, like, and proper order because. Wait, wait, again, uh, why should you be intimidating people? That's, that, that's not the way society works, is it? They are intimidating the public on a daily basis. They're taking decisions about what's going into schools, what's going into libraries, hate speech, uh, exclusion zones. I mean, everything right across the board. They're not consulting people. They're taking us for granted. They're taking us for a ride. And then if somebody turns up outside their door, or even as Maliki is right, if it's gone to the stage now, where they're coming out of the door, they're pissed off if somebody's at the door or a poster and tries to engage with them. They don't want to do that either. Stay there a second. Let me go to Graeme Maureen. I'll be with you in a second. Well, well, hang on. Let me just go to Graeme. Graeme, I, I don't know if you've witnessed the protests in Dublin and Ballybrack over immigration. Um, some of the protests. Uh, I've seen clips. Yeah, some of them I assume are genuine people with genuine concerns, genuine parents, whatever else, right? But what I what I see there is, you know, as well as a lot of gougers, you know what I mean, who are just basically looking for trouble. But I mean, we then had a councillor had a brick put through his window. One. Sorry. And often the same. And often the same one at each fucking protest. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter what the protest. So they're, they're not local. Like. No, probably imported. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but look. Simply, personal opinion. Look, you should not. It should be illegal to protest outside a politician or public representative's home. Point blank. No, no, illegal. should not. No, 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 no. Uh, well, of course not, because they support things that the majority of the population support, but that you don't. So that's why you're arguing against it. If it was the, if the are you for are you for if the, the majority of the, the population? Other, if the shoe was on the, the other foot. He'll be doing there was a poll done recently. There was a poll done recently. Okay, wait, 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 wait a time. I, I, okay, I think what the point John is going to very quickly make, Graham, in, in relation to say immigration. Yeah. There was a poll recently, a Red Sea poll, where the majority of the population don't support the government. So that would exactly. be fa- that would 100%. be fair. So, and uh, what was the what was the exact phrasing of the question? The phrasing of the question is: Has that ha, the cra- no? The question was: Has the government allowed too many refugees into Ireland? Yeah. Yes, and then people will take that as: Oh, everybody's anti uh, doesn't want any refugees, or is anti-refugees, which isn't the case. Yeah, but they're still, yeah, but they're, st- but they're still coming Ireland in. Ireland they're still coming in, Graham. You send out another poll and say: Should Ireland help refugees? So you believe in open borders, do you? Do you do you do you believe in open borders with no control? You just see the way you've gone from what I just said open borders and let everybody in. You've gone from, I said no such thing, but you've just jumped I'm off the handle. I'm asking you, do you believe in this? Do- no, no, you've jumped straight to that topic because you want to sensationalize this and pretend that I've said No, no, no. I'm I asking you a simple question. I don't believe in open no, borders. No, you're, you're asking you. me deliberately disingenuous. There, is no, there are no open borders. Not a thing. Of course there are. There's people coming in here with no documentation. Like, that's an open border. It isn't. 
Graham, well, well, Graham, you know, I, I'm, I, I, I'm kind of somewhere in the middle between the two of you, right? But, 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 but hang on. But, Graham, with the greatest respect, when you say there's no open borders in Ireland at the moment, it's very hard to see the proof of that, that particular statement, because nobody's getting refused to come into this country right now at this very moment in time. Yeah. Nobody. Yes, but they then have to go through an asylum process. Is everybody accepted? Which no, was I want to get into the okay, well, okay. I, I don't, I don't want to get into the whole asylum immigration yeah, argument per se today. I want to focus very much on the protests. And you know, Graham, I understand yeah, I, the pro. I, I, I understand. I spoke to Carl Dieter recently, and Carl was caught up in his a, a protest. He was in his car. He was caught in traffic, so he was going to be sitting there for an hour while they were blocking the road. So he thought he'd get out and talk to them. Now, Carl is a very level-headed man, a very logical man, very intelligent man. And he said, I wanted to find out where all these racists were coming from. That's the words he used to me, right? And he said, I spoke to some of them, primarily women. And he said, they just had genuine concerns. And he said, you know what I noticed? He said, what I felt... He said, well, that's kind of irrelevant because we're going to get back into the debate about immigration. Okay, but but, fair, but the point fair. he was making was he felt that marginalized communities and small working class communities where the majority of these accommodations are being put, by the way, can I, they're not being put in Shrewsbury Road in Dublin. He said, they yeah, feel... I don't know if that's... Yeah, but, I, but he said they feel voiceless. And I suppose, isn't that the problem? If they feel voiceless, they feel they need to do something. John maybe feels voiceless, so he feels he's getting nowhere, so he'll stand outside Michal Martin's home. As long as he does it peacefully, he stands outside Michal Martin's home, or he stands outside a politician's home. He stands across the road because he's not allowed to stand outside Well, Michal whatever, home. yeah. He shouldn't be. But, yeah, but, but, even, but do you understand the point that I make, that they feel voiceless? I do, but I think the people who are pushing the majority of these protests are taking advantage of that voice. It isn't a shared genuine concern. And these yes, concerned parents, I'm not even going to start in that nonsense. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, really. 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 Do well, I need to say that's a, a that's, that says That says mountains. That says mountains there, no, your statement there. What statement? Really, what does it say? What does it say, John? Go on, make, make up some more stuff, I don't you? No, I'm not making up any more stuff. And obviously, like, you probably <laughs> agree with the stuff going into the library, schools, and everything. And, uh, children I absolutely do. Mean, and, you know, I absolutely do. And I'm, a t- and I'm a teacher and all. <laughs> yeah, and you agree, you, you agree with that, you do? I do, yeah. Against, 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 there against should be a, the a fully rounded RFE curriculum. People should learn about LGBTQ plus or, uh, at an age appropriate, or issues at an age yeah. appropriate level. They should learn about gender, all those things. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, if I if I if I had a child going to your school, I would be outside your house. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't know where yes, my I house was, mate. Yeah, but I'd find out. Well, well, I don't. I don't, I don't want. To, well, I don't want idle threats on the on the air. Now, that's not the way we should be moving forward <laughs> oh, with the no, conversation. Let him threaten the way he's going to do nothing. No. No. no, no well, well, by the way, it's not. By the way. Graeme, although he's a teacher, is not the one that makes a decision as to what the curriculum would be. But I can I just point out? But to he supports it completely. And you know, and when, and when the curriculum comes in, in in September in the junior cycle and in twenty twenty four, end of twenty twenty four for the uh, primary school level, I mean, it's not up to the school teachers; they'd be just told what to do. So, the, so your your protest is with the Department of Education if you have a protest. But no, yeah, no, just to get back to something house, which just shows just what it, kind just, of person he is. Nothing to do with anybody uh, uh, else outside you, you, my house. You don't even know. You don't even know me. You're you're just another coward, you see. And Maliki made a point earlier on there. I'm right? a coward. You're the one but making he, empty threats on the second, radio. No. You daft little mother. He, he he made a great point earlier on there <laughs> when he said about people people attending protests and whatever. There is a coldness now, unfortunately, within society that nobody wants to stick their head above. Otherwise, you'll be labelled as far right. You'll be homophobe. You'll be this, that, or the other, right? 
but honest Irish people get honest Irish people get up off of their HO and E voice, this country will be <laughs> unrecognizable in another twenty years. Stay well stay there for a second. Let's okay. it won't be racist. We won't have priests going doing God knows what. God, that sounds terrible. Stay there for a second, please, Graham, if you can. Let me go to Maureen as well. Maureen, hi, how are you? Hi now. Sorry for keeping you so long there. I know you're waiting on hold for ages. You're all right. And I'll come to Gavin in a second as well. In relation to these protests that are going on currently at the moment, you know, I mean, firstly, they take, you know, violence to a councillor's window, which is not acceptable. And I think everybody should condemn that, including you, Maureen. Um, we should oh, all... Oh, yes, con- that incident with the gentleman, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, there was an elderly man in the house, for God's sake, uh, when they put the brick through the window. Yes. Um, but but that's neither here nor there. I can't blame every protester for that. That's the, that's in the hands of the individuals that did that, and we don't even know who did it, but they did wrap right. a, a note around the stone. I believe there's fingerprints on it. That's how stupid they were. Uh, they, there was a note on it saying, refugees, go they home. probably signed it. <laughs> and put their phone number and email address <laughs> on it. Anyway, Maureen... Do you believe it's acceptable to protest, firstly, outside a politician's home? Because we've seen this in the past, not just only recently. We've seen it in the past. on hold. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Maureen. Oh, have you lost her? Maureen, are you there? Has she put me on yes, hold? I'm here. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, do you think it's acceptable? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Do you think it's acceptable to protest outside yes. their homes? Yes, I do. Okay. Because Why? of the simple reason, like, politicians in this country, I don't even call them politicians anymore. They're nothing but traitors. They haven't listened to the Irish people for years. Is that Graham, yeah? You find it funny, you do? It is, yeah. Well, I'll tell you something. Pardon? You're not I, very I, much of I an example of a school teacher. Excuse me. I was asked oh, a question funny. by Niall. All right? And then you asked you me had a your question. Say. You asked me if I find it yes. funny, so I was answering your question. You asked me a question. Well, I don't, I don't and I'll tell you something. I don't hold you up as much as an example of a school teacher. I'll tell you that much. Oh, I couldn't now, care less what you I think, I have my Maureen. say if you don't mind. You've you had can, yours. Unless you ask me more questions. Right. Well, keep your nose out of mine when I'm saying something. Unless what? you have a question. Okay, let me direct the question back to you again, Maureen. If people have an axe to grind and they feel voiceless, I suppose the answer under the Constitution is to, you know, a peaceful assembly, which is protesting, right? Yes. When we yes. accept that people are allowed to protest, right? Or stand outside a library yes. or stand outside a government building or whatever it happens to be. But taking it to the politician's door because you feel you're getting nowhere or they're not listening to you. Like, if you don't like what I say on the radio, or whatever, do you have a right to come to my house and stand outside my gate? Well, you never know. I might and say, if I see you coming out by saying, Niall, I didn't agree with what you say, can you explain it to me? But is that fair? Is that that, that not intimidating? That's not intimidating. I don't find that intimidating. We are talking about about politicians here. We're not talking about anybody else. We're talking about what they have done to this country, what they've done to the Irish people. I did it myself to a politician here you stood in at, Clannacilty. You stood outside his no, house? No, I got him on the street. And it was St. Patrick's Day. He was, del- he was talking to everybody. He's an elected TD. You probably know who he is. Was he, was he in a public place? He was. Well, that's fine. On the street. That's fine. Oh, 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 yes. But when I went up to him and called him and asked him a few questions, he wouldn't answer me one question. Because he was afraid he'd incriminate himself. <laughs> no, Niall, who elected these people? They didn't elect themselves. Mm. You, yeah, that you, politician yeah, in this we town them. in Clannacilty was elected by the majority of the people in this town, not by me. Okay, but, but, okay, but, 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 but hang on, I, but hang on, I have no problem with you. If he's out at a public event, in a public place, you have a perfect <laughs> right as a citizen to ask him a question. I have no, I have no issue with that. I have no, I have no issue with that. 
But what we're what we're talking what about we're, is what we're talking about. Oh, is, I go outside the home. Oh, well. No problem. Sorry, Greg. That would be no bother to me. Yeah. Not a problem at all, because because they are not engaging with the people. They when people stop and ask them a question, they won't engage. Engage. They'll just fob them off with some stupid comments. And they're forgetting that it's the people that put them where they are. They didn't elect themselves. Okay, well, well let me just put that to Graham. Sorry, Graham, I think you have a radio on in the background or you have something on the background there, so it's going to come and show. Um, sorry, Graham, are you still there? Yeah, sorry, it's just that you have something on the background, so I'm hearing myself. Um, you, you must be on a speakerphone or something like that, probably. I, uh, give me a split second and I'm about to be off. All right, okay. Sorry about that. Okay, but getting getting back to what Maureen said, we elect politicians. They wouldn't be in a job if it wasn't for Maureen and it wasn't for John and it wasn't for everybody else. So you have a perfect right to stand outside their home if you're not happy with what they do. No, you don't. As John already admitted, it is deliberate intimidation. They wouldn't do it to someone who they're agreeing with, so they want to be able to use intimidation. Well, why would you do it? Why would you do it to somebody you agree with? You're not going to protest against somebody you agree with. Yes, but if the boot was on the other foot, and the people who support the policies that they support, which is the massive minority, but anyway, if they it's not, no, Graham, so will you stop out of that? It's not a massive minority. When you look at the different issues surrounding this country at the moment, and one that you support, by the way, which is the LGBT education in schools, there are a lot of concerned parents. It's not a massive minority, okay? I mean, there's a large percentage of people who, who don't. There's a large percentage of people who don't support it. That's fine, by the way. You agree with it, and I'm not going to get into an argument about that today. People, I know, that's the thing. The, the politicians I disagree with, all right? And there's plenty of them. I, and I would disagree with them all. And let's be very clear. I don't fall. Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, Sinn Féin. And I'm not going to. All right? So that's the vast majority of the second popular politicians gone straight away. That I disagree with. But just because I disagree with them, I don't get to go outside their home and intimidate them and intimidate their family. It's wrong. What do you They're think? Of, the, what, what, you, what do you? What do you? What do you? I mean, you said you've watched the protest in Ballybrack, or Ballybrack, should I say? You've well, seen. I, I've seen. The, well, I've seen the, seen the, the, the videos. Videos. Yeah. Like I've obviously haven't been at it. And, and what, what do you think of that style of protesting? Again, as long as you are peacefully protesting, everyone has a right to, and as long as it is not targeting an individual's house, then you have a right to. Of course you do. It's mm-hmm. not about what policy you agree with, what because obviously I disagree very strongly with the other speakers about their policy. They have a right to disagree with me. They have a right to protest. They should not have a right to target individual family homes. It's wrong. Let me go, well, 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 hang on. Let me let me go to Gavin. Say there, Maury. Let me go to Gavin as well. Gavin, how are you? How are you doing, Lyle? Um, You know, I, I've seen the protests more recently. You know, targeting politicians' homes. We've seen it during COVID, by the way, as well. Leo Varadkar and, and Simon Harris and Stephen Donnelly's homes were targeted at one stage as well. John was on earlier on said he wouldn't think twice about targeting politicians' homes in relation to immigration and other policies as well. Um, how do you feel about that, Gavin? Well, here's a quick question for you, Noel. Two minutes ago, you said to that lady speaking that on a public street, on a public area, you should be able to ask a public representative a question. Um, the doll has been asking people to not protest and protest at the doll. So when you go to the doll and you ask them questions, they refuse to answer it. Then they come out and class as intimidation when you ask questions um, relating to party members of their party. So... You're a presenter. You're on radio right now. So you're a producer, the boss. If you make a threat to somebody, you personally, 
do you think that that citizen that that got the threat said to them should be able to go to your producer or your boss and complain about it? Yeah. Yeah. So, Holly Cairns is the leader of the Sock Dems. So, Gary Gannon, he made a threat to me online. Oh, yeah, sort of question. Okay, I, 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 don't want, I don't want to get into a particular instance. And I, and I did mention earlier on about walking up the street. The only, well, hang on. I, I don't want to get into that particular instant, Gavin, because it would be unfair. Because I don't, well, hang on. I, I don't have the people here to give the right to reply to, right? So, what I'm saying to you is, I, no, hang on. Just let me finish. Please let me finish, Gavin, before you go on. When I watched that video of Holly Cairns and the citizen journalist, inverted commas, I want, it doesn't matter who, who it is or who, it's irrelevant, walking up the road asking them a question, all I could see in her face, and I'm going to be completely honest with you, is fear. That's your opinion. You're saying that because you're on national radio. She was no, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm saying it as a human being. I, I, I don't agree with Holly Cairns, by the way. I don't agree with her political uh, stance on many things, right? But what I'll say to you is, I. She was asked genuine questions. She was asked a question. She was and, asked, and she refused to answer them. And but but, but the person didn't take no for an answer. They kept going and kept going and kept going, and she felt. I could see she felt intimidated. Anyway, but hang on, but Gavin. That's in a public place, right? I, I, it's not illegal. What happened is not illegal, right? I get that. But what I'm talking about is standing outside a politician's home, going to their home. Is that acceptable? Okay, yeah, no, I, I, right, I get that, Noel. So I'm asking you this question, right? You, you, you're saying about standing... First of all, first of all, Noel, I think this is very important. We condemn... I condemn that brick going through that person's window, for starters. That's tuggery, and, 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 and 100% I condemn that, Right? You're talking about going to people's homes, politicians' homes. So where do people go then? You are asked to protest outside the doll. And now, you, you've seen yourself at RTE, the ministers of Fianna Fáil have said that they feel intimidated by being asked questions at the doll. So tell me, Noel, what, what would you say is a proper variation of protest? Do you expect people to go to the doll, stand outside the doll, and not say one word to anyone? You, 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 I class that as a they dictatorship still have the where right. people no have no taking that right away. But hold I'm, on, I'm asking Noel this, not you, Graham. I'm asking Noel this question, not you, Graham. <laughs> Go ahead, Noel. But you're going to get the same answer. I, I, I am. I, 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 I know. Well, hang on, Gavin. I understand the frustration. Maybe unlike Graham, I do understand. No, no I'm asking you, Noel. Should they be able to answer people at the doll? I believe they should. I, I believe if your protest is against a particular minister and it's outside the doll. I personally believe, provided it's a valid protest and a reasonable protest, I believe that particular minister should address the protest and should answer, within reason, the questions that are being asked. Yes. Okay, and one more question. One more question, Noel. When communities have problems, right, and they contact our local councillors, because I'm running as a councillor next year, Noel, so do you feel that when members of the community want to have an issue talked about, that the councillors should meet with that community and the TDs should meet with that community? Yes or no? They should, yes. Yeah. Well, that's what's not happening. As Maliki said, that's what's not happening. They, uh, they, they refuse to engage with the communities. Okay, well, the well, community well, let me, well, then let me, well, hang on, let me come back to Graeme. I do want to come back to Graeme with that. Graeme. Okay. Yeah. When but, you're called but, out on it, you don't want to answer it. Okay, but let me come back to Graeme with that. Gavin makes a really good point. So, and Maliki made the same point. When local communities, we take East Wall, for example, if we go back to November, and they call on the ministers, they want to have a meeting, Maliki Steenson, who was organising those particular protests, asked for a meeting at the time with Simon Harris, who was the stand-in Minister for Justice at the time, and they refused to meet, or the, the, the local councillors refused to meet them. Where, where does that leave them, Graeme? It leaves them in a situation where they feel they have no other options because nobody's listening to them. 
They have no other options but to try and intimidate people and scare people's families. No. All those politicians, if it's a TD, they have a local office, do they not? They do have a local office. Oh, Protest there. You do have the, they do have the right to protest outside the doll. No one's taking that away. But but as Gavin and said you know already, but but, but, but as Ga- they're not addressing. But hang on, as Gavin said, if they go outside the local politician's office or his clinic or whatever or her clinic or whatever it is, and they're refusing to talk to them, they feel voiceless. I would imagine. No, to be very. Clear, I mean, I've never, I've never yeah. witnessed the Irish state in the way it is at the moment. I see a lot of issues, four or five major issues in this country at the moment. I see people protesting or objecting to it, and a large amount of people, right? It might not be the majority, but it's a large amount of people. In relation to immigration, I think it is the majority of people. But in saying that, and I see politicians completely ignoring them. That's a problem in democracy, Graham. That's wrong. No, but that's wrong. Again, this is just something that Gavin's characterization is accurate, which I don't believe, but look... Can I prove it isn't? No. Can I cite individual? No, so I'm not going to. Assuming his characterization is accurate, that they're being lo- ignored by the local political representatives, then that is wrong. It is their job to interact with the community. It is their job to hear their concerns. They don't have to share the exact same concerns because they might disagree on the well, 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 at least we're all agreeing then. If Gavin feels voiceless, he feels sometimes there's no other option than to organize these type of processes. Yeah. But, but, so, hang on, Maureen, sorry, you want to say something, Graham? Yeah, yeah, something. yeah, but I, just, I, uh, but I was on that politician that I had on the got him on the street on St. Patrick's Day well or uh, back here in June right with this festival that was going on in our park over here he was over there colours draped around him he's nailed his colours to the mast okay are you talking he about a pride festival and, yes he okay. stood up and said there was always pushback but against you're not bigots. homophobic there was always pushback against bigots now, why why did why did you, I'm just curious, Maureen, why did you object to him being at a Pride Festival? Yeah. It's what he has nailed his colours to the mat. No, you're not and that's he's not the question yeah, I asked. What's wrong with those colours? Because he's not in anything else. My concern wouldn't be taken on board with him. But he made the comment your concern that there was always pushback against bigots. Graham, you're not funny. And I'll tell you something, you're on about intimidation. You and the like of school teachers like you are going to intimidate young children in the classroom and you can laugh You're all you like. You're the one going to people's homes trying to intimidate them. You're thinking I'm and intimidating what are you doing anyone. in a classroom Jesus to young children? Boy. Tell me that. When you're teaching are them, are you not intimidating young children? The, of course you're intimidating them. How, how, I, no, I, whatever you, you agree or disagree with the, with the, the curriculum in, in relation to that, how is that intimidating? Point I, was I don't know if it's intimidating them. It is intimidating. Okay, well, okay, well, okay. But sorry, let me get back to Gavin. Gavin, the, some of the protests that I've seen recently, um, there's a lot of genuine concerned people who go to protests, who have concerns, who have questions, they want answered, who want to know when this is all going to stop, who want to know why there's 300 people being put into their area, who want to know are they safe, they want to know have the guard checked everything, are they vetted, all that kind of thing. There's genuine questions. I get all of that. But what I've seen at some of the protests is genuine people mixed in with a bunch of gougers who just want to cause trouble. Well, what I will say on that night is there's always going to be a minority. Unfortunately, everywhere uh, people do things and they're a really small minority that don't represent us. What, 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 when, when you see at these protests, what, when you see them, they're a minority and that's everywhere. 
But it kind of ruins it, it for everybody will, else no, then, hold, doesn't hold it? Hold on, you'll have to be the question now. Finish it right now, Joe. I just want to finish the question. Okay, okay. So, but the majority of people are out protesting for the genuine concerns. For instance, I interviewed a woman, Wendy, yesterday. She was manhandled by a member of the guards. The media didn't show that, but the video was there. So, so some stuff is not being reported correctly the way it should be. And it needs to be reported and it needs to be brought up. Like, I interviewed women. A child was chased by a non-national male. It doesn't matter where he's from. What matters is it should have been reported by RTE because the video of the, of the mother the children going to confront this man is up on Twitter. So, once again, I'm saying these protests are happening because of incidents that are happening that we said were going to happen because it's not being dealt with by the government. The government are refusing to engage with communities and deal with these problems. And that's why the, the protests are happening. Every protest I'm involved in is peaceful. That's all I, I believe in. It's the only way, a peaceful protest. Unfortunately, you'll, you'll get probably be a minority of people that don't share their views, that, as you say, could be against everybody. But they're the minority, Noel. And they don't, like, at the end of the day, there's a minority in government as well. But a minority everywhere. There's a minority in everything. But what I'm saying is, is 90, 75% of the people are, agree with us on the immigration policy. We need to close the borders and send all the undocumented, unvetted men home to have no passports. Where's the poll? Genuine refugees. Genuine refugees. Okay, well, 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 hang on. The question again asked in the poll, and just to clarify, the question asked in the Red Sea poll was, has Ireland let too many refugees in? And the majority of people said yes. Yeah. Okay, but but they they didn't, the poll didn't go into the whole, you know, the details of undocumented men or whatever it was what you said there a minute ago. Yeah, and I'm assuming yeah, Gavin genuine is highlighting... Genuine refugees are welcome here. Hang on, I can only hear, one par- I can only hear one person at a time. Sorry, Graham, what are you saying to Gavin? Sorry, Graeme. Uh, again, you just saw, just like the previous speaker, I think it was John, um, misrepresenting what, pe- what people said. He took that that 75, uh, 70, 70%, whatever, um, in, in that poll as meaning we should shut the borders. Well, that, well, well is, that not what, is that not what it suggests? When people say we've taken in too many refugees, is that not what that suggests? We but should no, shut the borders. That there should be a better, fairer system. There should be. I, I, I agree on that. It's a complete second mess. But that does not equate to nobody comes in at all. It's not. I didn't no, say nobody comes in. I never said that. I said genuine said refugees, women and children. Now you cut me off. I said, yeah, I do want the borders closed. Genuine refugees, women and children, and families. No, 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 let, Graham, let him, let him, hang on. Let him finish what he's saying, Graham, and then, then say something. Genuine no, refugees, go. women and children, and families fleeing war and persecution are welcome in any country. But people that are not genuine, the fake UGs, that, that are undocumented, that are ripping up their passport, they need to be 60%. 60%. Yeah. So the government is that bigger. Yeah? Uh, uh, he doesn't have to prove it. It was in the Irish Times, Graeme. So, Graeme, you're just trying to No, 60% of refugees that come into Ireland had no documentation. No passports. That's not the same as fake. Well, well why, why, why would you come into, a, why would you come into a country on, unless the rare occasion that you lost your passport? Yeah, and you couldn't have lost your passport. You couldn't have got on the plane in the first place if you lost your passport. So why... why if you're coming from Somalia... If you, how many well, passports do you think are being given out in Somalia? But hang on, well, why why would you? Well, you have to have it to get on the plane in the first place. So the, this is these are, this is reported in the Irish Times. The amount of people who got on a plane, arrived in Ireland, and got off the plane with no documentation, no passports. They're destroying them on the plane. So so if you're if you're going into a country with the intention of deceiving the authorities, why would you deserve sympathy? 
I'm not talking about the genuine people. I'm talking about those destroying their identification. But, you know, but, you see, but again, you're, you're again leaning into, oh, it's 60%. It's not 60%. But that was, the figure, but that was the figure, but that was the figure, but that was the figure that was quoted. No, but that was the figure quoted in the Irish Times. Yes, Gavin, Gavin's not just making not that up, by the way. And being a, being a fake UG, which is the second word. Um, I haven't heard that word before. Those are not synonymous. They're not the same thing. But if you're a genuine refugee, why would you tear up your passport? Well, because one. you may not have one, because you may have gone through countries... And how could you not have a passport if you lived off? Return. You're actually... Constant. What an idiotic thing to say. You just said you may not have one. It's just after telling you. The plane lands, they have a passport, they rip her up. They rip her up to, to the fraud and lie to the state. Why would you deserve any refugee status well, then you, you have do You should be deported. You should be deported immediately. So the sixty percent of the males that did this need to be deported immediately. That proves that, and you deport them if that's the case. How many countries in the world do you think, Graham, would allow people to come through immigration in any form, shape, as an asylum seeker with no documentation, no documentation, wander off, no passport, no fingerprints taken, no picture taken, no details taken? They're just like, right, so no passport, no not. No, no. I, I, I think what most countries would do in that situation, I would take Australia as an example, is put them on the next plane back to where they came from. You exactly. didn't answer the question. Well said, no. that, that's 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 normally what should happen, and and yeah. you know, and we and we do have to, Graham. See, you have to address the issues. Unless you want this to continue, and not you personally, we want this to continue. The issues have to be addressed. And the main issues are, for example, why are so many people coming to Ireland from Albania? There's no war in Albania. Actually, it's been recommended by uh, some of the tourist guys. It's a beautiful place to visit. So that, that's not genuine refugees. It's economic they're migrants. Not a genuine refugee, you send them home. But, the, no but, but, but hang on, but to the frustration of Gavin and other protesters, the government are not sending people home. Deportation yes, orders are not. They say when they were asked how many of the deportation orders were actually carried out, you know what their answer to the question was? They didn't know because they don't follow it up. It's voluntary. They well, ask you to leave. Co- that's complete government incompetence. You're not going to get me to disagree on that. Mm. Should there be a system where you set foot in this country within, I'll be very generous, a reasonable amount six of time? Months, you're no, within within six months, everything is inside. If you were not have not have not been proven that you were a valid refugee or immigrant or that, on a on a plane home. I think Gavin would agree with you. I think I think we all would agree with you. But that's not happening, Graham. Agreed, and that's why when it, the next election comes, don't form Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael or Sinn Féin. Let me go to Peter. Stay there, Gavin. Uh, Peter, hi. How are you? Well, for this one, but they'll do the same. Well, how you are you now? Blame Sinn Féin for everything. Well, look, I've got to jump now. Okay, okay. okay thank you very much, Graham. Sorry, Peter. Go ahead. You're okay. How are you now? Good. Uh, Peter, uh, there's a number of questions in here, but I suppose the main question I asked about was in relation to protests. I, mean, I was about be- to say that. Uh, I think it's a weird way off, I think. Mm. Um, firstly, can I just say now, before I speak about that, I actually have experienced firsthand uh, these protesters um, in my actual workplace. I won't say where I'm working, but I experienced it firsthand. And as I said, everyone's entitled to protest, and that's fine. But I was uh, attacked personally by protesters uh, for n- no reason whatsoever, other than doing a job. Right. Okay. Um, that and and by these pro- so-called peaceful protesters. Now, yeah, there is some that is peaceful, but there's others that show cameras in your face, asking you questions, forcing you to answer questions, abusing you, putting your identity up online to be identified, and trying to shame you for doing a job. Um, regarding politicians' houses. Uh, I don't think anyone's, uh, you should be outside anybody's home where they have their family uh, protesting and causing any kind of a scene. I think there's a time and a place for that, and I think there are office and public offices where you do that. Can you understand the frustration of Gavin 
uh, and we're speaking to Gavin at the moment, and many other pro- protesters, when they feel that they, they go to the doll and the politician in question doesn't even come out and address the crowd or doesn't even address their concerns publicly in any way, shape or form. Their own community, can, the I local councillors don't address see, them, so they get I frustrated. I can see the frustration. I can see a frustration there, but then I would have to ask Niall, why won't he come out and ask the, answer questions? Why because won't in, because he in most out? cases they know they're wrong, that's why. Well, that may be it's, so. It's difficult to justify. Maybe would if, okay. Would you go out to Gavin and his uh, crowd outside and speak to them, or go into a community centre uh, in uh, one of these no, areas? What I would do is, if I if I was a politician, you've asked me a question. So if I was a politician, and Gavin and his protesters wanted to know the answer to certain questions, I would ask for one representative from the group um, to come yeah. to me, and I would speak to that one representative. That would be one way of doing it. But yeah. they're not going to send. I'm not going to walk into the middle of a crowd either. You know what I mean? I'm not no. like a I'm lamb not, to the slaughter. Yeah, personally, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go into the way things are now. If I was a politician, I would not go into say a community centre and speak to a couple of hundred of these people about it because you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to get shouting. You're going to get lots of questions upon questions, and before you've answered one question, it's going to be another one. You're going to get hecklers. You're going to get trouble. But but isn't it, but if you're but yeah, but hang on, but Peter. Trouble. But Peter, if you're a public representative and you're elected, yeah. that's your job. If you can't oh, handle yeah. if you can't you handle that, well, danger. you shouldn't be in it. No, I. I, I by the way, I wouldn't. I would like to think that nobody would be of a threatening nature, a violent nature towards you. But, but people be. asking you questions one after the other. No, that's your job. Be. But you've seen the videos. You've seen the videos of what they're like. I've seen firsthand. I've experienced it. I mean, I mean that guy there, Gavin. Gavin. Sure, I, I know him. Okay, I don't. I don't. Be, I don't. Be, I don't want people's second names or anything mentioned on the air. No, right? but look, at, we know who he is. I don't have to name him. He gave his own bloody name. Well, I know you. Yeah. We know what he's about. You know what he's about. You know. I wouldn't. Well, he's, well, 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 he 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 is made. I mean, I, I all I can go by is the call today, and he was on the air there today, and he spoke right. reasonably today on the air. Yeah. And he said that he welcomes people come to this country from war-torn countries or those who are genuine. He just doesn't welcome those who are undocumented or have no valid um, documentation. Even I, I, even if the, even if the, um, if that's his mantra, I'm happy enough with that, and I'll agree with it. Well, okay, he's outside these uh, centres. Well, can you? He, he's got. He, okay, well, he's actually got off the air now, so I'd rather we didn't talk him because he doesn't have his own right to reply. All right, so focus on somebody else for the moment. Well, whoever is outside these places. They're, abu- they're abusing and, and they're protesting about every person in there. How do they know who's who, who's who's undocumented and who's not? They just think, oh, because of uh, whatever um, um, nationality well, or whatever. Well, they can, they, only go by the, well, they can only go by the statistics they've been given, by the media, by the way, themselves. And, you know, and when you look at the statistics that a large proportion of, you know, asylum seekers that come to Ireland don't have documentation or are destroying their documentation on the plane... And that's matter of public record. They can only assume that the majority of people who are in that particular centre or accommodation would fall into that category of not having any docu- documentation. Or, be, the, or the word they use is undocumented. Not everyone is the same. I'm not, I'm not, not suggesting they are. The I'm not suggesting they are. But, the, but this is what they do. They're targeting everyone. You've seen the videos. But they don't believe the they government should you know, be entertaining. You're a smart man. You're educated. You but they don't believe the government should be entertaining people who, who have no documentation. They don't believe the government should be entertaining them at all. Well, that's up to themselves. Mm. That's up to themselves to take her. I mean, look, at, 
Yeah. I don't. Okay. By the way, I don't agree with him intimidating mm-hmm. you. If you were, I don't know where you work or what you do, but if you work within that uh, that realm, right, and for whatever reason, yeah. that's, that's your job and that's what you have to do, right? I don't agree with him intimidating you. I don't agree with him putting yeah. your, you know, a picture of you or whatever it is on social media or whatever they do. I don't agree with that either. You know, that's yeah. that's wrong too because that's that's yeah. inciting hatred against you, and you're just Correct. doing your job. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so but that's what I, they do. I, so I, I, I everybody. But the, the, but where I'm, what I'm trying to say to you, Peter, is they wouldn't be doing all of this. Some of them now, some of them would do it anyway because they're arseholes, right? But they wouldn't be doing all of this if they didn't feel voiceless, or if they didn't, if they felt the government were doing or could do more for them. Yeah, but why won't the government speak to them? And, and that's you know, why you, you, you can't have question. a reasonable conversation. It you can't have a reasonable wrong. conversation with these people. Sorry. Sorry, is that uh, Tony? Is it? Yeah, it is. How yeah. are you doing? Tony, how are you doing? You want, to, you want to come in there? Go ahead. Yeah. And uh, to be honest with you, I just think it's totally um, it's totally acceptable for to go outside a politician's house and affect their lives because look at the way they're affecting everyone else's lives. So why shouldn't their lives be affected by somebody? Mm. Plain and simple. Just come out and answer questions. But they will not, not be totally ignoring the Irish public. Oh, well, 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 yeah, well, hang on for a second, because Antonio, I'm going to come back to you because I just need to go to Sharon very quickly if I can as well, just before I come okay. to you because I have to go to people in the, in the right order. Sorry, Sharon, go ahead. Hi, Niall. Go ahead. Hi. What would yeah. you like to say, Sharon? Sorry, Niall. Uh, well, I've only just come in on it, to be honest with you, so I don't know, I need a little bit of context. Why were they, why were people outside the politicians? Oh, because they're, because they're camp- campaign are protesting against um, immigration. Yeah. Okay. Well, it needs to be done in the right forum um, because mm-hmm. if you if you do it outside somebody's house, you know their children are could be there. That's not fair, you know. And everybody's entitled to their peace outside their house. But I can understand the frustration. And God, I think we need an Oroctus for the Oroctus. <laughs> They're very good at grilling everybody else. They are. They are. Yeah. But do you believe that? protesters feel voiceless sometimes. This is the point that's been made by some of the protesters. Yeah, say. yes, I know. They, and they, and they, they feel they they're do. not getting any answers, you know, no matter what they do, where they stand outside the doll and nobody comes out to talk to them. So they feel, some of them, yeah. feel the only way to do it is to stand outside their houses. I know. I don't I know. know. I, don't, I don't agree with it. If it was just the man himself, the politician or woman themselves, yeah, but the problem is, you know, um, Look at look at what happened the last politician's house and was it England? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but the the kids and wife were affected and everything, so that that's not right. Mm-hmm. But I do understand that they have to be pushed somehow to answer questions. I just don't know what that answer is. I mean, I I do understand. Sorry, coming back to Tony, Tony, I do understand the frustration. But but when I see some of the protests, there's a lot of genuine people at them, but there's also bunches of gougers at them. I wouldn't like gougers outside my door if I was a politician. Yeah, well, then maybe it'll wake them up now. Because well, that's, something that's else, not, because yeah, nothing is going to wake them up. There's nothing going to wake them up. They are just totally ignoring the... I've never seen a government like it, but to ignore the public. I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm not going to disagree with that. I this. mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. If Helen McAtee pushing this hate speech... That, no, like that nobody getting, really agrees with apart from politicians. Yeah, I know. I and get she's it. Getting and she's getting questions like there was a three-minute clip on it. Uh, it was on Twitter, I think. Yeah, from Grip Media, got, yeah. 
Yeah, she got and but like you could see it in her face on that what's he doing here? Please don't ask me questions. Our government is after getting so used to not being asked questions. Yeah. That they just don't want to answer questions because they're just not used to it. They are not used to someone going against their narrative because you've mainstream media that just go along with it. They just never ask them questions. You see them sometimes and they're blasé questions, simple questions. Then when someone asks them a question about something that's relevant, they just go into shock. You can see their faces. It's just like, hold on, what's going on here? How do we hold Yep. Well, well, let me, well, hang on. Let me go to Joe and I want to go to Billy as well, well very quickly. Anybody, I don't think these people think that they're accountable for anybody. Okay, well, hang on. I'm, I'm running out of time. I need to, need to go to Joe as well. Joe, how are you doing? Good afternoon, Niall. How are you doing? Good, Good Joe. Joe, I mean, Irish protests seem to have changed more recently, but but do you believe that protesters should be allowed to stand outside politicians' homes? Um, I do, yeah, because, no, providing, of course, that the families are not involved in the protests, because I think we have to get through to politicians in this country, because at the moment, they are totally ignoring the democratic will of the Irish people. And you have seen that over the last four, five, three or four years. Mm. Um, they have gone silent. And I've seen it even on television there last night, though, on the Tonight Show, where there was a, a, fel- a, a, a politician on, and uh, they were talking about the uh, migration, the protests. And, of course, all of a sudden, she started uh, saying, oh, it was all the far right again was doing it. It was Kathleen Function from Sinn Féin, yes, Archer. Yeah, um, uh, uh, Jennifer Carl McNeil was the one, actually, that done it. Oh, OK, OK. Yeah, yeah, but she's. Um, but anyway, I think I think politi- see, uh, I think politicians have this thing now where it's us versus them, and I think this is why a lot of the protests have turned angry, and and as long as the politicians uh, stop um, start kind of you know playing uh, silent with the with the Irish people's wishes, these protests are going to get a lot lot worse, and. I have no pro- like I don't agree with violent protests, but I do agree with logical protests. And I think a lot of the protests, most of them, are logical. But they are no, they're not. There's always going to be headballs in all protests. But look, no, there is, yeah. Until the but until the politicians start waking up and smell the gravy, people are going to be are going, are going to be getting very very angry. You know. Okay, well, we, but, it's but, a, but, but, it's okay, a free well, for all in this country at the moment. Well, hang on for a second. Let me let me just go to Billy as well before I wrap up today. Billy, how are you doing? You've been listening to what Tony has said and Gavin before then. I've I've heard Nile. I've I've, heard, I've been listening throughout Nile. Um, I think some people need a, a re-education of what democracy in this country and how it actually works. So, as as my grandfather used to say, there's one opinion poll that matters in this country every five years, and that's the general election. If people are not happy with the way politicians are performing they have their chance to say it and get rid of them at that point. So that's the first point to make. Secondly, citizen journalists, it's it's a badge. It's people who don't understand the libel laws in this country and they think it gives them a shield to uh, abuse politicians and elected representatives and library workers and a lot of other people just because... No, they they're only asking titles. questions. No, you see, asking questions is one thing. Asking questions is... But well, then there's no answers verbally, being given. That's verbally, why they keep asking. Verbally abusing, verbally abusing people is wrong. 
accosting Hottie Kearns in the street just because you have the title. She was only asked questions. She was only asked questions. Just because questions. you have the title, citizen journalist, does not mean that she has to answer those questions. She was only questions. asked questions. And with respect, Tony, but hang on, Tony, she doesn't have to answer the question. You might like the fact that she doesn't answer the question. But again, I'm going to say what I said to Gavin earlier on when I was talking to him, when I watched that What's particular video. Now, well, hang on, let me finish, let me finish. When I watched the, the, the citizen journalist walking beside her, constantly asking a question, I could see she was afraid. I don't agree with Holly Kearns. I don't agree, I don't agree with her policies. But I still wouldn't do that to any woman. It was intimidating. She's under no obligation. She's, no, she's under, under no obligation. No, she's, she's not TV. under any obligation. She's not under any obligation. Well, I, 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 I went, no, Tony, I'm just going to say, I was uncomfortable watching it, okay? And, and, I know you what you're saying, but she was uh, only uh, asked these... questions. She wasn't verbally abused. She was asked questions. I agree. And okay, I agree. She was asked questions. Uh, I know, I know. But, but, Tony, no, Tony, no, there's no... Now, TDs have gone so soft that they regard someone like Ben Scallon as abusing them for asking them a question. Billy, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be split down the middle on this. I'm gonna be totally honest with you. Uh, coming back to the Holly Cairns thing, um, I was really uncomfortable watching it. Um, I felt uncomfortable because I felt she looked intimidated, and she felt I'm sure she felt intimidated. Um, yeah. But Tony does have a point. They're public representatives, um, well, and, and if they're not willing, well, well, but, hang, but hang on. But they, in other words, the point he's making is quite simply: is people need to have a bit of a thick skin. She wasn't abused. No, she wasn't no, called names. If, if I walk, if I walk up to Holly Kearns or any other, when you should, yeah, nobody should on the street. Yeah, no, no. If I if I was to do it now, and I'm not a journalist, yeah. but if I say I'm a citizen journalist, I want you to tell me this, and I put a camera in their face, that that's an invasion of someone's privacy. That's, that's well, wrong. Well, it's not an invasion of privacy. She's on a public street. Hold on a second now. Let's, let's say yourself. She's a public servant on a public Tony, street. Tony, hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me take, make a point here, Tony. So now, let's say yourself myself had a bit of a Barney on this show now. And I, I took wrongly what you said. And I rocked up to your front door and I rang the door and I said, Niall, with a camera in your face, I want to ask you some questions. He wasn't that a front door. And I'm, that's I'm, different, I'm different like, situation. I'd call the police on you. Okay. But, but that's but Niall, it. He wasn't that a front door. She wasn't on her own property. She wasn't on her front door. She's a public representative in a public place. Now, I'm not going to argue that I was uncomfortable watching it and I felt it was a bit intimidating. But in saying that, nobody, she wasn't assaulted. She wasn't verbally abused. She was asked a question. She may not want to answer the question. That's fine. And 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 by the way, she didn't answer the question. And whatever it was, two minutes later, the person walked away. So what I'm saying... Just the last last point is the brick going through some 70-year-old man's window. That's wrong. That's wrong. We're not talking about that. That that is... That's some scumbag after doing that. That's one one person after doing that. And there's been 40... There's been 100 demonstrations and there hasn't been one incident... One scumbag, one idiot puts a brick through a window, and of course that's headlines. No, you have to exactly, look at the Exactly, Tony. And Tony, and, and, and Tony. And these politicians what, that's what, that's do deserve to be. Yeah, it does deserve it because they're affecting other people's lives. They're going, how can this affect my life? Getting hundreds of men down in these walls has affected all the women's lives down there. That's scared and Tony, and, and, and Tony, in, in 2020, 2024, you and everyone else in this country will have an opportunity to go to the ballot box and vote. That, that's okay, how this and if there's people works. killed in between them, if there's women attacked in between them in the East Wall area, you go, ah, well, well, that's well, 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 Tony, it, it, Tony it, it's a case that, you know, it's down, to the, it's down to the state to protect those people, yes. 
But, yeah, but they're not we're protecting talking about politicians. them and they're ignoring the situation. They're not protecting them. They're not protecting the young girl that was murdered up along the canal when she was out for the run. But Tony, the politicians can't be protecting them all, all the time. It, it, you know, Tony, come on, like, get real, man. Hold Crime happens protecting. in the country. Yeah, but there's like one happens in the too country. many. If they were in a, a lot, thousand people who are unidentical, and if one commits a murder, it's one too many. Tony, I would say that yeah, there's probably more assaults, assaults and other things committed by Irish people in this country. Bill, Billy, would you, okay, because I have to wrap up. Billy, would you, would you not agree, and I can understand the frustrations of Tony and many other people who've been on the air today, would you not agree, and, and I said it myself, in my lifetime, I have never come across a government that is completely never. ignoring the wishes of the people in everything. And now, now, forget about just immigration. We talked about the uh, the hate speech laws there recently hate as well. Um, uh, we talked about other things. There, uh, just whatever, whatever it is. Fuel prices, energy prices, housing prices. They seem to Every be. Single thing. They seem to be completely ignoring the wishes of the people. They seem to be completely ignoring the concerns of the public and not, a, and not addressing it. But hang on, hang on, Tony. Only recently, if we go back to immigration again. A Red Sea poll. The government are always quoting Red Sea polls know, when, it's, when it suits them, by the way. I saw but, the Red Sea poll now. Yeah, but the government quote Red Sea polls when it suits them. They didn't, equip, yes, they didn't they quote do, that Red do, Sea poll. They didn't address that they one. Niall, they do quote it when they suits them, and that's what every politician does. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that you're surprised by this, and I'm shocked that you think this is, this is a new revelation. This is the way politics has always been in this country going back. And it was the case that Fianna Fáil wanted to stay in power, so they had giveaway budgets every bloody year. You know, this, this, isn't, this isn't anything new. This is the way politics has always happened in this country. And I'm not saying this in a defense of politics, but people seem to be losing their minds now thinking that this is a new occurrence in politics. This is the way it has always been in this country. It's just Going the back to the foundation the of the state. But no, it's not that it's worse. It's always been like that. I know, I, 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 I've been doing this job for 25 years. Hang on, I've been doing this job for 25 years, Billy, and I've never been in a situation where I believe the government are, are ignoring, ignoring the people. But now, it's not to just totally dismissive as well. Listen, lads, I have to wrap it up. I'm really sorry. Billy, thank you very much indeed. Tony, thank you very much indeed. Um, just, by the way, a bit of news coming in there as well. Ireland has lost to Australia at the Women's World Cup, sadly. Um, at the final score, Australia won, Ireland nil. I'm pretty sure they tried hard. And hundreds of comments online, by the way, in relation to this particular topic as well. So many people wanted to get involved. We could have ran this for another three hours. Um, the general consensus is, from people, they feel voiceless. I don't agree with people protesting outside politicians' homes. Again, you know, when you see, uh, you know, a female politician walking along and somebody asking her loads of questions, she's not answering. I felt uncomfortable watching it. Maybe it's because she's a woman I felt uncomfortable. I don't know. Maybe that's even sexist of me because it shouldn't matter if a politician is male or female. Um, they should have a thick skin, I suppose, as I was mentioned earlier on by Tony. And, and maybe Tony's right. Maybe politicians need to have a thicker skin. But if politicians maybe were addressing the concerns of the people a little bit better and the communities... Maybe they wouldn't have to answer those questions, or maybe they wouldn't be in those situations in the first place. And I and I stand by what I said. I have never felt the way I feel at the moment in relation to this country. I do believe that the main politicians, the main Leo Varadkar, Michal Martin, and everybody else, seem to be completely ignoring the concerns, just the wishes, because it's a democracy. But certainly, the concerns of a vast amount of people in this country on different issues. You've got a Minister for Justice ignoring, constantly ignoring people when it comes to the particular hate speech laws. you got the Minister for Immigration completely ignoring people 
Well, it says when we clearly state that the majority or the vast majority of people in Ireland, according to an official Red Sea poll, believe we've let in too many refugees and they continue to do it and do nothing about it. When they continually ignore parents who have concerns in relation to their children going to school with the new um, sex education uh, bill and, they, they, and the new curriculum. Now, you might not agree with those parents who disagree with us, but it's a concern they have. Talk to them. Have a politician speak about it and talk to people and educate people about it. But just don't ignore it and say you're wrong. When we have a government ignoring protesters who are giving out about books that may be available in a school library that may not be age appropriate for the age group that they're categorised for. I certainly wouldn't want a 12-year-old reading a book about anal fisting. So when we see that and we see politicians ignore them and say, oh, that's their homophobes, that's wrong too. You know what I mean? We should take into consideration the concerns of people. That's how a democracy works. And then what happens is, when you ignore people, you get for people get frustrated. They go out on the streets, and you have civil disobedience. You could avoid all of that by taking into consideration their concerns. Anyway, don't forget, by the way, this podcast will be available in about an hour's time. It'll be up online for you to watch. We take down the live stream after the show. And I will ask you, by the way, if you can, please subscribe. So we can continue doing what we're doing and giving you a voice. Because I want to give you a voice. That's what this show is about, giving you a voice. So please, if you can, donate. Is that a good word? Scab. <laughs> Scabbing money. Go on Twitter, you'll see the subscribe button up above. It's a fiver a month, the price of a pint. And it'll help us. Um, if you can do that, I would really appreciate it. Thank you very much indeed, if you can do that. And to those of you who have already subscribed, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, and... What was I going to say? I have something else to say, but it's gone completely out of my head. Anyway, sure, we'll talk to you again on Monday to this Thursday, of course, at 12 o'clock. And don't forget, over the weekend, if you get a chance, you can catch up on some of the ones you might have missed during the week. They're on the website, nileboylan.com, or you can catch them on Spotify as well. If you want to watch them, you have to go to the website. If you want to just listen, you can go to Spotify or the website. All right? And all the usual platforms. I'll talk to you again. Until then, have a lovely day. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 